Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. This is a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you are returning and are a loyal listener, welcome back. Thank you for um, being a part of my soul tribe. So today I thought I would talk to you about the fact that you can never make a wrong decision. I've had a lot of people coming to me lately who want sessions and they don't know which direction to go in one area of their life or another. And I totally understand that because I have been going through some things in my life too where I keep doubting my own decision. You know, I'm like doubting my intuition. I know what decision I need to make. Yet I keep stalling and I keep coming up with excuses not to make the decision. And really, that is simply fear. It's just another form of fear. When we sit there and go, well, I'm not really sure if I should do this or I think I should, but I I don't really know because what if this happens? What if I do this and it's not the outcome I wanted? So you know that feeling. But let me tell you, I'm here to clear this up for you. You cannot make a wrong decision. The only wrong decision you can make is not to decide and not to move your feet. And I know some of you need to hear this message. I know I needed to hear this message. The thing is, we don't know how people are going to react to us. That is part of the unknown. We really don't know how someone's going to react. But if we put our best intention forward... And we ask our spiritual team to guide us along the way. Sorry, guys. Nala is wanting to say hi. Um, And we ask our spiritual team to guide us along the way. We can't make a wrong decision because whether or not we realize it, when we give up control and we actually listen to our inner guidance and trust that the universe is divinely guiding us, We can't make a wrong decision. Your intuition is not going to steer you wrong. The problem comes when you don't listen to your intuition and you allow fear to come in and take over your decision. And that's what happens. And that's where people go wrong. You have a gut feeling, okay, I should do this. This is what I really want to do. And then your brain goes, and it's actually your ego, steps in and says, well, But if you do that, Karen, you know, Karen, if you do it, this is what's going to happen. And then the world's going to explode and then it's going to be catastrophic and everyone's going to blame you and hate you and you just made the worst decision of your life. Your ego wants to make the thing 50,000 times worse than it actually is. And as I've said before, your ego used to keep you safe when you were little You had this little inner voice that if you were going to walk into traffic or you were going to stick your finger in a light socket or you were around a person who was not a good person, you had this little inner system where the hair on your arms might stand up. You got goosebumps. You just knew this was not where you should be and you shouldn't be around this person. And... That's our inner guidance telling us. That's your, that was your ego back then saying, I got to keep you safe. So it kept you safe. But now 
Your ego is doing the opposite of keeping you safe. Your ego now is just kind of being a jerk. Your ego is telling you that things are not going to work out. You're never going to get whatever it is that you're wanting. That if you go to this person, they're not going to have the reaction you want. And you're going to be humiliated. And it's going to be terrible. And it's going to come up with every possible scenario that could make you feel like crap. Right? We've all been there. Classic overthinking. So you have to learn to tell that ego to shut up, get out of the way, stop protecting me, I don't need you, tell it bye Felicia or whatever. You've got to stop letting that ego come in and take over your thoughts because when you allow the ego to come in, when you listen to that and you allow fear to come in, that's when you make a wrong choice. Remember when we talked about reacting to things emotionally? That's when those things start happening. I can look back in my life and at times where I made decisions where I really wasn't sure what I should do and I was on the fence. The times that I allowed my emotions to take over, those were the times that I made the wrong decision. Because I wasn't thinking clearly. I wasn't listening to my intuition. I was just reacting to something. I was in panic, full-on panic mode. And I let fear take over. And then all of a sudden, I made this decision that later is like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? I just reacted. I wasn't listening to that intuition. (coughs) And we all do that. And we've all done it from time to time. (coughs) Excuse me. So the message that I was being given that you really need to hear is that you've got to understand that you cannot make a wrong decision if you're listening to your intuition, if you're taking the emotion out of it, if you are relying on your spiritual team for guidance, if you're letting go of the control of the outcome, then you cannot make a wrong decision. But I know there are some people who are sitting there doing nothing. They're not making a decision at all. You know how many people sit there and do that? They go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And guess what, guys? I was guilty of it too. You go back and forth trying to decide if you've made the right decision or not but you're not doing a thing about it. You really haven't made a decision. Your decision is going back and forth. Do I do this? Do I do that? Do I do this? What's better? And then you sit in limbo like that. It's like somebody has your hands tied behind your back, but your hands are not tied in a big knot. They're just like a loose cloth back there holding your hands. And at any time, you could just move your hands in the rope or whatever that's holding you back would be freed, but you're sitting there imagining that like you can't get out of whatever you're in and it's you doing it to yourself. It's like you put your own self in your own mental prison and that's what you're doing when you're indecisive. You're putting yourself in a mental prison because you're going back and forth imagining bad things, not good things. And why do we do that? Why do we only imagine what bad things could happen? 
What if we turn around and imagine all the freaking amazing things that could happen if we actually moved our feet? You know what? If I wasn't scared to take this job, it could be the most amazing job I've ever had. I could love it. My coworkers could be the most awesome people. I could be making way more money. It would be a happier place. I'd be a better fit. Or what if I took the leap of faith and I got into this relationship with this person and it was amazing because we were just on the same page. We were so happy. We had a bright future together. But that's not what our brains do. That's not what ego does. Instead, we hear this story. What if I take that job and everyone's awful there and the pay isn't as good and I don't like my job and I go to work miserable every day? Or what if I get in that relationship and this person turns out to be a nightmare and they stalk me afterwards and they have awful personality and this and that? I mean, you just go imagining the worst scenario. You do. Part of it is just because we've been conditioned to do that. It's easier for us to imagine the negative. When if we realized that our brain is like having a little switch, that instead of thinking of all of the negative things, we could just flip the switch and start thinking about all of the awesome things that could happen. Because we've talked about this before. When you focus on the negative, that's what you're going to get more of. When you focus on the positive, that's what you're going to get more of. When you're in alignment with the negative, because when you start having those fearful thoughts, your vibration goes down. That's very low energy. And when you're in low energy, you're going to attract low energy. When you're thinking of all the positive things that could happen and you start changing your mindset, now you're in high energy and you're going to attract more high energy. And you're going to attract the things you want because you have to be vibrationally in alignment with those things. Those things are in very high alignment because they're up in that vortex, which is your relationship, your connection to source, which has to be vibrating at a high frequency because source is a high frequency. So you've got to get your energy level up there to match so that you can meet with the things that you're wishing to manifest. And that's never going to happen if you're focusing on the negative. So you've got to somehow train your brain to stop thinking of the negative and instead start thinking of the positive. And again, it comes down to being present in the moment you're in and saying, okay, I am not going to give this thought any more power. Instead, I am going to think something different. So let's say that you're contemplating a new job and you think, What if the people are horrible? And in the middle of that thought, think to yourself, rewind, delete. We're not giving that thought power. Okay, you're not giving that power. Rewind, delete. My coworkers are probably amazing people. I bet they're going to be terrific. I bet that I will not be able to wait to go and hang out with these people. You're changing your thought, flipping the script. And again, it's a process that takes time. And it's really, 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 really all about being self-aware. When you're blasting through life at 200 miles an hour, you cannot be aware of everything that you're thinking because you're moving too fast. 
Sometimes you got to slow down. You've got to slow down and you've got to be aware of what you're putting out into the universe. You're co-creating every day with the universe and you're the one who's deciding, are you co-creating crap or are you co-creating something miraculous? Because you're the one doing it. If you're focusing on crap, you're going to get more crap. You are. But if you're focusing on what could be, the miraculous things that are coming, that can happen, the miracle that it could be, then that's what you're calling in. You really have to pay attention to where your thoughts are. Are they low? Are they on negative? Or are they high vibrational thoughts that are filled with love? Because those low thoughts, that's fear. It's all fear-based. There's only two choices, love and fear. And you've been so conditioned to choose the fear because it keeps you safe. At least you tell yourself it keeps you safe. But all it's doing is keeping you stuck. It's keeping you stuck where you don't want to be. You're complaining that you're miserable and that you don't have what you want. It's your fault. It's your own fault. You are 100% responsible for what happens to you. And I know that we did not all grow up in amazing situations. I hear you. I understand. I didn't have the most idyllic childhood. I mean, and I want to say this because I know my parents listen to this from time to time. I'm not saying that my parents didn't do their best and that I didn't have a great childhood. I'm just saying that no kid wants to go through divorced family. That's not idyllic for a child. But it happens. And other children have gone through much worse things. And you might have gone through much worse things. And I sympathize with you. I really, truly do. But once we reach adulthood, our parents are no longer responsible for who we are. And that's tough to hear because it's much, much easier to play the victim and to say, well, it's my mom's fault that I'm like I am or it's my dad's fault that I'm like I am. No. It may be their fault that you were not brought up the way you should have been that you weren't given the things you needed in your life. But as an adult, it is 100% your responsibility to fix that, to change that. Otherwise, you're just a victim who's going to stay in this low victimhood mentality and nothing's ever going to change for you. It's not going to get better because it can't. It can't get better until you recognize that you have to change you. You have to change you. You are 100% responsible. No one else is. You can't control how other people respond to you. But you can control how you respond. You can control how you allow people to treat you. All of those things you can control. So when you set healthy boundaries for yourself, which is teaching others how you want to be treated, When you take time to slow down and pay attention to your thoughts and change those negative thoughts, those are the things you're doing to change you and that's what's going to cause your life to change.
in miraculous ways. And part of the reason that you aren't trusting your intuition and that you're afraid to make a decision and that you're not doing anything and you're staying stuck is because you haven't done the work on you in order for you to be able to hear that inner voice, to connect with that intuition. And part of the reason is because if you're stuck in this negative mindset, it means that you're not doing the work on you. And let's get real. You've got to do the work. There are people out there who say, oh, I want to manifest a million dollars, and they do nothing different in their life. The universe can do amazing things, and the universe can bring you a million dollars. But you've got to get in alignment with that, which means that you've got to stop the negative thoughts. You've got to stop playing the victim. You've got to heal those inner wounds. And that's rough because nobody wants to go back and look at that. It hurts. It's painful. It sucks. But it's absolutely necessary. And nothing in your life is going to change until you do it. People go, why am I attracting the same people over and over again? And I say, well, did you do anything different? Have you changed your behavior? And they say, no. And then I say, well, what do you expect? Why are you expecting something different if you're not doing anything different? If you don't change, how do you expect those around you to change? And I honestly can tell you with 100% certainty that when you shift yourself, those around you begin to shift too. And some you'll notice will shift in a really positive way and rise up to meet your level. And some will shift in a bad way and they'll talk to you like you're crazy and you will not even be on the same level anymore and those people eventually just kind of drift away and as much as it sucks to lose people in your life when you're doing the right work you lose the right people if that makes sense because you are around certain people who don't want your happiness they don't want you to be your best Because they're not their best. And if you're doing better and you're getting better and they're not, you're in their face reminding them that they need to do this work too. And if they're not doing it and they're not willing to do it and you keep doing it, it's like it's hard to be around you because you're a constant reminder of what they are not. And if you continue to be around them, they're going to try to pull you down to their level. Instead of rising up to yours, which is what they should do. And no, not everybody's going to be on the same level as you, but most people don't want to drag you down to theirs. But there will be those people in your life who will. Those are toxic people. And they are put in our lives for a reason, guys. They test us. They test us to see, have we learned our lessons Have we really raised our energy? Are we really thinking positively? Or do we keep sliding back and going back to our old ways because it's what we know and it's what's comfortable? And I know this is a little bit of tough love and I'm sorry, but we all need to hear it. I needed to hear it. And I'm working on it every day too. So I'm right here with you. But I'm here to tell you that when I shifted, when I made changes, 
everything changed. The people around me in my life started wanting to know what I was doing and wanted to know how they could get a hold of the same things and how can I help them in an awesome way. The people that I attract into my life now has shifted in a really awesome way. I've met so many cool people just from going on this journey. People that I would never have met before. So though the prospect of really having to look at yourself in the mirror is scary because you might not like what you see, it's absolutely necessary Especially if you want things to change for you, if you want things to get easier, it has to. You have to do it. You have to do the work. There, there's just no way around it. It's like dieting. Everybody just wants to take a pill instead of doing anything. It's like, can I just take a pill? Or my doctor said, you have high cholesterol. And she said, you can either control it now with diet and exercise or you're going to have to take a pill. And the easiest thing would just be to say, yeah, I'll just take a pill. But no, that's not healing anything. It's not fixing it. You're just putting a Band-Aid on it. It's not going to go away that way. You've got to get in there and do the work. Anybody who's ever taken diet pills knows like you might lose a little water weight at first and then nothing happens because you didn't change anything about your your body or the way you ate or, you know, you didn't change anything. And to sit there and go, well, I'm going to do the same thing I've done every day in my life and expect different results. Okay, have fun with that. See how that works. It doesn't work. Okay? Spoiler alert. It doesn't work. You've got to do something different. Different doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be hard. And it doesn't have to be all at once either. You don't have to gung-ho, like, jump off the deep end and do everything all at once. No, it can be a slow process. That's why... In my online course, A Purposeful Pilgrimage, every day is a new lesson because it's a slow process. I don't say, here's 23 things you have to do to change your life. No. It's here's day one. And here's day two. And you don't even have to do it where you do day one and day two in a row. You might take four days to do day one. That's okay. There's no hurry. You're not on a time limit. The important thing is that you're doing it. You're moving your feet. You're getting there. You're doing the work. Remember, you can't make a wrong decision. It's just the indecision. It's the not moving your feet. It's not doing anything that is going to be the wrong choice. Because it's not going to get you anywhere. You're going to be stuck forever in stagnation in the same old, boring, tired place. And nobody wants that. Life is too precious for that. There's too many amazing things to experience for that. Don't rob yourself 
of the experience of living your life to its fullest. Because that's what you're doing when you're not deciding. You're robbing yourself. You're cheating yourself out of living a life that could be amazing. Because you're settling for a life of just, uh, just, it's all right. I don't know. It's okay. No. No, it's not okay. Don't settle. Choose to live a life that makes you wake up every morning and say, I cannot wait to see what today has in store. I cannot wait to see, God, the blessings that you're sending me today. I can't wait because I know it's going to be amazing. I can feel it. I can feel it's going to be amazing. When you wake up that pumped up for life, can you imagine? Every day, just waiting to see what's going to happen next because you just can't even imagine all the miracles. You're just waiting now, waiting to see because you just know, you know. You know the universe is bringing it and you have that attitude. You're like, yeah, just bring it. Can't wait. Let's see what else happens. Let's see what this day brings. And it's possible. It's absolutely possible. So don't cheat yourself out of that experience, okay? All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you. And it is May 3rd as you're um, listening to this. This is my birthday. It's also my twin sister Mary's birthday. So I want to wish her a happy, happy birthday. Uh, Having a twin sister is an amazing gift. It's like being born with your best friend. And uh, it's a bond like no other. So I am honored to share this day with her. And I know that today is going to be amazing. And I'm super excited about it. I know I'm going to dinner with my family later, and we're going to one of my favorite restaurants. It's already going to be epic, so I'm super, super pumped about that. And I'm so happy that you guys joined me today on my birthday. Thank you. I so love that. Love you guys. Thank you for being part of my tribe. So the card that I pulled for you is from Crazy Sexy Love Notes by Chris Carr, and it is Your Purpose is Joy. I love that. That just goes right along with what we're saying. It's going to be a joyful day. It's going to be a joyful day, guys. Feel it. Feel that in your bones. It's joyful. It's amazing. It's Friday. It's amazing. Your purpose has nothing to do with how you make a living. That's your vocation. That's your mission or your inspired passion. It's all worthy but your purpose is much simpler and bigger. Your purpose is joy. It's about discovering, nurturing, and celebrating who you truly are and knowing and love yourself, loving yourself at the deepest level. And you know what? Music. Music makes me so joyful. I have to laugh because my daughter and I, we just laugh because... I go around my house. If you lived with me, you would know. I just will start singing for no reason. As I'm moving through my house, I just start singing. A song will get in my head, and I just start singing it. And my daughter does the exact same thing. 
and we just laugh because she'll say, oh, you're singing. She'll say, yeah, I do that. And then I'll catch her doing it. And then we both laugh about it. And she said when she went to visit her grandma over the summer, she was doing that at her grandma's house. And her grandma said, uh, I noticed that you sing all the time. And when you leave, I'm going to miss your singing. And I thought that was so funny and cute. And it's true. But you know what? What I've noticed is when I'm walking through the house just singing, I'm so joyful. I love music. It just makes me feel so good. And so I would challenge you today, after you get off of this podcast, put on a song that makes you joyful and just sing it at the top of your lungs. And I don't care if you're in the car and people are driving by looking at you, just smile and keep singing because you know what? Today's going to be a fantastic day. You're going to be so full of joy and energy and love. It's going to radiate from you from head to toe and you're going to be a light for other people. So go listen to whatever song makes you happy. I'm going to go here and I'm going to listen to the song Precious Love because I love, 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 love that song. It's just so upbeat and I love the lyrics and uh, it's just awesome. So Again, the name of the song I'm going to listen to is called Precious Love. And I know there are a few songs called Precious Love. So I'm going to let you know. I know the last name is Morrison. James Morrison. Thank you. So it's James Morrison, Precious Love. I love, 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 love this song. I'm going to get off of here and listen to it and sing at the top of my lungs. So I hope that you will find a song that you love and do the same and have an awesome and amazing Friday. If you need anything from me, Reiki, guided meditations, you need um, coaching or readings with me, get on my website. All of my session information is there. You can book directly from the website or you can just contact me. A lot of people just contact me and say, I'd like more information. Can you call me? And I certainly will. Or they just want to ask me specific questions. Absolutely. You can call me. You can text me. You can email me. You can message me on my Facebook page. Uh, You can send a message telepathically. I'm just kidding. But actually, someday that probably will be the case. But connect with me in whatever way. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Join me on my Facebook Lives Tuesdays at 7 Central. Have an awesome weekend. I'm sending you so much love and light. I will talk to you guys again soon. And don't forget to please rate and review my podcast. That helps other people to find it. And we are on a mission here to be the light for others. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for all the sweet messages you send me. I love that. I love, love, love that. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.